Yo, what's up, everybody? On this episode of the Bullpen Podcast, listen to me and Dale Thomas, who's the CEO of a company called Torcel, have a great conversation about the new technology they have coming to the market that basically makes it safer for you to store all of your crypto online, whether that be exchange or wallet. And we also have a lot of other cool conversation about other topics in crypto, just about uh, mass adoption, as well as getting people's opinions. So let's do it. Oh, wait. One more thing before we get to the podcast. In this podcast, The Crypto Bully, any co-host and his guests do not give financial or investment advice and encourage you to do your own research on all topics mentioned. Do not invest into this market what you can't afford to lose. I bet I know what you're thinking. Is this really Morgan Freeman? Well, unfortunately not. But Lyndon thought it would be a good idea to use such a soothing voice for the legal mumbo-jumbo to smooth things over. Now, let's do it. Now entering the Bitcoin Podcast Network. Play ball! the bullpen podcast number nine the crypto bully wow (laughs) he makes it look so easy and that ball has left the stadium hey what's up everybody i want to welcome everyone into episode 16 of the bullpen podcast powered by ecc I'm your host, The Crypto Bully, also known as Mr. Crypto Carlton, and here on this podcast, I like to get into the bullpen with some of the most interesting and influential individuals in the blockchain and cryptocurrency space to pick their brains about their opinions and to see what they have going on. And today, uh, it's definitely no exception for that. So, you know, I'm actually really excited about this interview we have today. Um, It's actually with a pretty interesting and outstanding guy, uh, what he has going on right now. Um really captured me, uh, really kind of blew my mind, to be honest with you. And I'm really excited about it and the potential of what it has. Um, this individual, you know, is a SME investor. Um, it has over 10 years of electronics design, production and distribution. Um, I mean, he definitely comes with a wealth of knowledge and, you know, without further ado, I'd like to introduce our guest for today, CEO of Torcel, Mr. Dale Thomas. How are you doing today, man? Hey, good morning. I'm good. I'm good. Good. I'm glad, man. Oh, yeah, of course. No, 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 man. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule, man, to come on and uh, just kind of talk to me and and let the listeners hear about what you have going on, man. Uh, I'm impressed. We haven't talked yet. (laughs) <laughs> but I'm definitely impressed with Torcel, man. When I was doing my due diligence and doing my research, uh, this really caught my interest, and I really kind of, kind of uh, dug into everything. Um, yeah, I, I have some questions. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So, I'm, I'm excited, Perfect. but yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you know what? Before we even get into that, um, why don't you just uh, let the listeners know a little bit? Just tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of how you got involved with the whole blockchain and cryptocurrency space. Yeah, no problem. Um, well, as you said, 
said, I, I've been involved, uh, I'm based just outside London in the UK, um, okay. and I've been involved in SME businesses, uh, predominantly in electronics manufacturing, uh, distribution, so on and so forth. Uh, I, I got into crypto as an early dabbler back in maybe 2013 uh-huh. um, via a friend of mine who has now become my uh, you know, uh, CTO. Um, so we played a little bit with cryptos. Um, and then basically, though this isn't a chronological order, um, I got hacked. So my wow. Bitcoin uh, got taken. Wow. So that really set a chain of events off. Right. Um, and then Paul, uh, my CTO, he also had a, a separate um, incident with NiceHash mm-hmm. where he had his cryptocurrency uh, taken, uh, albeit in a different format from direct from the exchange. So, so we decided to put our heads together and, and really try to take a different look at how um, you know, cryptocurrency, but, uh, specifically the private key is held. Yes. Now I lose everything, you know. <laughs> so, you know, uh, it's yeah. So for me personally, and it, it's 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 only a preference, but I I don't find uh, cold storage that convenient. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm not lucky enough to have millions of pounds of crypto either. But if certainly if I did, <laughs> I would be scared as well. Mm-hmm. So. So we sort of took a different view of it from our own individual perspectives and we came up with a concept uh, to essentially make cold storage that is uh, accessible 24-7 online. Wow. Okay. So you, wow. Mm. Okay. And you know what? You actually bring up a lot of good points. One, obviously, um, you know, uh, sorry about the whole you getting hacked and stuff. Uh, that sucks. <laughs> it led us to where, where we are today. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, uh, it sucks, but I'm thankful at the same time because <laughs> seeing what you guys have came up with is pretty awesome. But you know what? That happens to so many people. I can't tell you how many times I've had people hit me up and tell me a story like that, a horror story of them being hacked in their you know wallet being uh, uh, accessed and their crypto being taken uh, because mm-hmm. of the whole private key situation. And it yes. is, it is kind of, and it is, it, it really does kind of. Uh, it's kind of dampering just because when you think about it, I mean, you really have to go the extra mile to protect yourself in these days in crypto because yeah. private keys, I mean, obviously that's, that's everything, you know, mm-hmm. and then having your, your stuff sitting online is so dangerous um, because it's always at a point to where somebody can access it. So, you know, unless you have special um, things set up on your computer, uh, to where you're kind of protecting yourself, the average person isn't probably going to have that. So, we're, I mean, we, we even look at this on an exchange level because I mean, I can't remember the exact figures and timeline, but certainly over a few years, you know, we, we put the data together. It was something phenomenal like six billion dollars worth of crypto had been hacked, yep, um, from sort of readily, you know. Um, you know, hacks that are placed and, you know, there are media available right. uh, and not just ones that we don't know about. Um, so it, it is a personal computer thing, but it's also trusting your provider as well. That is true. And that's very true. Uh, and that's like one of the first things I think I tell people to ask me for advice when they talk about trading. Um, I say never leave your crypto in an exchange. 
ever. Mm. Like unless you have, unless you're trading it at that moment, whatever you don't have or whatever you're not using, take it off. And it's because of those hacks and things like that. Um, and then obviously not necessarily having access to those private keys is why I tell people to basically pull those off. So, I mean, basically what you're doing with Toracell could be huge. I mean, you're talking about, like you said, uh, and uh, basically an offline uh, hot wallet that allows a person to be secure having yes. their crypto on an exchange. Mm. That well, is look, big. When we look at the custodial sort of setups at the moment, like uh-huh. if you look at some of the exchanges, they only hold a certain percentage in hot wallets. And, uh-huh. and we sort of looked at it as a an industry. I mean, if you imagine your bank accounts, your current accounts, checking accounts were exactly the same. Every time you wanted to move money, right. so you had to walk down, open a safe, take the money. Out. That's not how society works today, and it's certainly not how we're going to progress. Right. Um, it seems almost antiquated to us. Now, bear in mind, we are coming from outside of the, the industry, um, so we're not trying to press our ideas, but especially in trading, uh, when we talk about, um, I mean, we're specifically talking cryptos at the moment because that's the real pain points, but Right. But for us, when we look at blockchain as a technology going forward, so whether you're looking at, I don't know, a gaming setup or whether you're looking at using blockchain for, say, supply chain, mm-hmm. uh, each and every user is going to have a private key that needs to be accessible, Right. especially if those systems become um, automated right. to some degree. So we see it being huge in that state as well because you want that private access, that, that connection point your right. private key, completely safe. But you need it to be accessible. Um, and it needs to be accessible sometimes very, very quickly, you know, within a second or two. Very uh, true. To make a trade on a crypto or to access a, a supply chain for a shipping company. Uh, in whichever format, you know, we're going to utilize this, this amazing blockchain technology. We just feel at the moment there's a trade-off between speed and safety. Yes. And that's obviously what we're trying to bridge here. Yeah, and I agree 100%. It really is. Like you said, cold storage is awesome because it's safe. But like you said, it's not convenient at all. <laughs> you know, it, it really can. It, it takes some time, you know, to get, you know, now, you know, going from your hot wallet to your cold storage wallet. Now, that can be pretty quick. But doing the opposite, no, it, it usually takes some time. Um, and like you said, especially from, I mean, I, I'm thinking just purely from a trading aspect. Sometimes, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, we all know how volatile crypto is. So having access to your coins or tokens right there in that moment, knowing you don't have to wait that extra time to transfer from one wallet to another, that can make the difference between a successful trade and making some profit. So, you know, you guys being able to implement technology like this is really huge from a lot of different levels. And that's why I got so excited about it. Um, And actually, you know, I want to ask you, I want to ask you a question. I'm sure this is the question that everybody's like, okay. What mm-hmm. is it really? So I, I'm, I'm going to throw a word out there, right? Um, and this is me saying it's not you guys saying it. <laughs> Unhackable. Now, when everybody hears that word, you know, most people are like, what? Like, how is something unhackable? Things like that. <laughs> how, like, with what you guys are doing, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, the, the type of technology you guys are using, I think you guys call it um, autonomous secure code clearing. Is that correct? 
Yep. Okay. Now, how safe is it really what you guys are doing? Is it re- I mean, could we really say like, okay, this is unhackable <laughs> or how, you know, what, what, what's where, your opinion on that? Yeah, yeah. This is where my CTO would love to be here and jump in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First thing is no, it's not unhackable. Um, unhackable is a phrase that's like magical. Um, right. What we're saying basically, and we're going to continuously improve, but it's, it's, very, very secure mm-hmm. as a remote access point. So if you are on the other side of the world, you have a, a hacker trying to get into your wallet via computers, servers, yes, it's very, very secure. The word unhackable obviously means a lot of different things to a lot of people. Right. So in its entirety, if you could get to the data center or, or if this becomes technology that's in a thumb drive and you opened it up, scratched off the top of the processor. There's lots of very clever people that could potentially get to the data. Right. Um, again, um, the, you know, um, the, the word unhackable has been used a lot, the people being able to access in. I remember the um, John McAfee situation. I don't know if you're aware right. of that, where yep. they claim to be unhackable. <laughs> True. And, and their take was, well, nobody ever took the key, so therefore it is, and... So, so no, we're not go, going to sit here and say it's unhackable. Um, but from testing that we've done so far, uh, and we are obviously continuing to update, and the basics behind the technology right. are such that your private key and the ability to sign a transaction are never online. So when you... When the system's set up, and it's actually surprisingly simple to integrate this into existing exchanges uh-huh. um, you know, and, and, and setups and wallets, but when it's set up, the transaction comes through uh, a series of gates. Uh, we have some AI. We have some re- reduced language protocol that we call Wowsong yeah. uh, that we've designed. And it comes through several, if you can imagine, rooms. So it has to go into one room. The door gets closed into the next room. And this happens in a, in a millisecond, but there's several sections of the system. So as the data comes in, it passes through. Uh, and at the point where the key is accessed and signed, and, and that's where potentially you'd steal it from, that can never be connected to the internet at any time. Nice. Does that make sense? It does. It makes a lot of sense. So it's, I mean, it's basically like you have, you guys have basically created extra layers of security that work similar to almost to rooms connected to each other. And then basically what you're saying yeah. is that basically one door can't open without the door previous to it being closed. And yes. thus basically separating the transaction from that open internet connection that could risk the hacking from taking place. Basically. Exactly. And there's obviously other security protocols, um, in place but again yes and it's a one-way valve so to speak you know the data can only flow one way nice um, and for example like i said we've got this uh this special language we've produced called well mm-hmm. so if any standardized um you know acknowledged hacking language were even to get in there somehow which it physically can't right um the system wouldn't understand it nor would it be able to action it Yep, which makes sense, and I, you know, and I, one, I like, I, I love the the fact that you said, okay, we're not unhackable. I, I really appreciate that honesty, and I really appreciate you clarifying that because I think a lot of people would automatically assume that, um, based on the awesomeness 
of the technology of what you guys created and what I read in the deck and things like that. And so for one, that's, that's awesome. But two, I completely understand um, why this, this could completely change the game. Um, I mean, you're talking about a technology that more or less makes it a much, much, much safer from where we're currently at. Um, to keep your crypto online, which, yeah. like you said, for a convenience purpose, that is huge. I mean, you're talking about taking something, you know, when you, when I think about the average person who could potentially be using crypto going forward, I mean, how many people are really going to want to sit down and completely teach themselves how to operate a cold storage wallet? Exactly to operate it properly. So I feel like what you guys are bringing to the table is huge because when I think mass adoption, when I think about the potentially the large number of people that could end up using crypto, this Mm -hmm. is a huge step in that direction. This is, and that for and with that, I appreciate a lot. Yeah, as you you say, some some of the early adopters in our community—they're fantastically clever people. and as you say, operating a cold storage facility for them is right. a double. But as you say, when you're talking about me trying to get my mum or dad involved in using any sort of, there's no way they're going to be able to go through that process. Right. They want it to work as readily as a debit card. Um, yeah, exactly. And that's what they need. They need to be able to log on and pay for it. And as I say, when we, we look forward, I mean, we, we see some big uses in, you know, uh, we call it industry charges you know using blockchain for or, um you know openness of it could be for electricity billing energy right uh with yeah i'm going a bit off topic now but i, I truly believe the next 20 years are really going to become a you know paper use economy you yes. know whether it's you know ubers uh airbnbs uh, you know it, it's partly a generational thing but it's it's a society thing where we no longer have to buy things and own them if we can just pay to use them. Right. Um, and I think that blockchain's got a massive um, part to play in that because this open ledger means that, you know, there's this completely trustless system. Uh, but yet, whether, if you imagine you're logging onto a website to arrange to hire something, whatever that item be, right. and that's coincided with the blockchain, well, to access that and allow that authorization, you're going to need a private key just as you would if you're buying Bitcoin or exactly uh, EOS or Ethereum. Or, so we've definitely got the currency side is huge at the moment, but we see the mass adoption, um, how do I put it, accelerating on the currency side as this technology gets into other areas and the trust is built. Yes. Yeah, because I'm, I'm personally a fan of cryptocurrencies. Yeah. <laughs> but the volatility based on media coverage and so it's just it blows my mind um one good or bad article and uh, we can we can have this fluctuation because it's, it's all fear factor yeah it, it really is yeah and you make a you do you make a really good point in that um it is a fear factor <laughs> and i mean i mean me too you know i'm a huge obviously huge fan of cryptocurrency i really believe that this technology is going to completely change the game um, like yes. you said, when it comes to uh, paper money versus digital, I feel like it just make it digital makes to me so much more sense. 
with everything that we do being online and then everybody really wanting to be able to access things and be able to do things as fast as possible. Um, to me, it, it makes stuff just so much easier. It just makes it so much easier. It makes so much more sense. And I feel like that we, you're really going to just kind of slowly, but surely move into that direct. And you know, what's actually something else that I just thought about, which is huge. Um, I guess with you guys doing this, right. And correct me if I'm wrong, which is really huge. I feel like that, and we're already kind of starting to see it. I feel like blockchain and cryptocurrency is really going to start making this shift, huge shift into the mobile world and being able to do a lot of things in crypto from your mobile devices. I mean, you already can now there's a lot of, of, of companies exchanges. I mean, you know, exchanges like Coinbase, for example, that have mobile apps and things like that. You guys could technically take your technology and implement this on a mobile level too, correct? Yes. Uh, I mean, you've got two sides of this. You've got the, the exchange side and you have the mobile side. Right. So exchange wallet side could be implemented very, very quickly uh, just by putting one of our switches in the data center. Right. Um, the mobile side's a little bit different, um, although we have a plan for that. <laughs> um <laughs> At the moment, you know, these apps use, you know, uh, two-form you know, authorization or multi-sig keys. And they're using layers of what we would call antiquated technology. Right. We actually have um, part of our business plan. Um, obviously, the idea came from crypto. We're really jumping into that. But just to zoom out for a moment, um, we plan to um, develop this technology into a microprocessor. Yes. So not as a physical chip, but as a design we can then go out to hopefully the likes of Apple, Samsung, Qualcomm, uh, you know, and say to them, you know, look, use our design um, for a very, very tiny fee. Mm -hmm. Then you can actually have this within a mobile device. Then what that means is, again, whether it be a private key stored on your device, on your mobile phone, um, or any critical data that, you know, for example, uh, accessing your photographs, might require your private key to authorize that yes. accessibility. Right. And you don't want that stolen. At the moment, photos can be stolen. They're obviously, yeah, we won't get into the bigger deal, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we could use private key technology or, or, or the, the safety of those or any encryption key. Um, right. I'm going off again, I know, but there was a big Marriott hack not so long ago, and I, I don't yeah. profess to know all the details, but for what I led to believe, the data was stolen, but so was the encryption key to unencrypt it. Yep. Um, I could be wrong, but that's that's what I'm led to believe. Um, so again, the storage of that encryption key is more important than the, the data yes. if the data is encrypted. Exactly. So, you know, we have a plan longer term to be able to make this technology available, as you say, on laptops, phones, um, computers, so that any critical data needs authorizing and to you guys, it will just be a, a simple user access. You know, it might be a, you know the thumbprint or the face ID or however the interface is used for a consumer level. Right. But from the phone's device, that magic key will be safe and secure. Yeah, and I see, and I that that's music to my ears. Like honestly, mm. that that's that's all because that's what we need. That really is what we need in order for for people to I feel like to come in and feel safe. Like I said, because to you know somebody like us obviously me and you right we love crypto but we know yes. a lot more than probably the average person so mm-hmm. knowing the level of security you have to have in this space this really could alleviate that in a sense of 
it would make a lot of people feel a lot more comfortable, you know, being exactly. in scenarios, you know, because I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're going to have those people that no matter what happens, <laughs> they're, they're going to use that that cold wallet no matter what. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I, I honestly feel like most people, when they really discover cryptocurrency or they come into it, the average person isn't it. You know, they're they're going to want to leave their stuff online because they're going to want to. Yeah, option absolutely. Listen, I'm. We're not trying to say this is a one a hat fits everybody because, you know, if we if we look at another asset, say like gold, um, you know, if you have millions of pounds of gold, you put it in a high security safe, right? Um, now, if you have millions of pounds worth of crypto, you have the assets, you have the knowledge, you have access to be able to put that into a safe facility, whatever you deem that to be, right? For a long term. Um, but we're talking about transactions now. Um, it could be, we're not, not, not value, but, you know, speed, right. uh, accessibility, yep. trustless, um, you know, getting into commerce, getting into industry. Um, as I say, I can see the industry side taking off very, very quickly over the next couple of years uh, as people really see how these utility coins are going to really help, yes. help grow those. Um, so we're not saying nobody will ever store cold storage. Right, of course. Yeah. <laughs> nor are we saying nobody should store any exchanges. But as a decentralized thing that, we, that the world has embraced, and then we've gone back to a certain amount of trust in a large corporation to store it for us. Right. It, and it's only my opinion, but it feels a little bit backwards to where we were trying to head. Right. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, and it and it, and it makes. Uh, I mean, it makes a lot of sense when I think about it that way, and mm-hmm. it. I mean, it really does. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really when I'm sitting here thinking about it and really thinking about everything that I know right now when it comes to security, when it comes to mm-hmm. working with exchanges and everything else. I mean this this is something that would literally be the focus point of what I would tell somebody in having a conversation on what to do with their crypto when they're using an exchange, when they're, you know, using a service. So to me, the way technology's exponentially grown over the last 20 years, security almost seems a bit like an afterthought. Um, You know, you slap this on top, you know, this layer, this layer. All we're trying to achieve now is to say to people, let's start with security as the base level. Right. We're not we're not saying that you will ever do away with a virus checker, for example. We're not saying we're saying they can be added levels, but if at the core of your system is an architecture, a hardware architecture, because we've seen in the past some uh, uh, microchip manufacturers create digital uh, safe zones, should we call them, uh-huh. and have then led to being hacked within those safe zones. Right. So it's important to understand that this is a uh, it's hardware, you know. It's it's as good as having uh, a computer uh, on on a le- net. Uh, sorry, on a network lead, and you unplug it when you're not using it. Right, which makes sense. You know, so it's completely safe until you use it, and then it gets plugged in. Now, um, as I said, the, what we believe the secret here is this flow of data, as well as obviously all the you know AI and reduced language protocols that that we. You know, protect everything, but it is this flow. Uh, at no point is the internet connected to the asset, if that makes sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, we, we try and think of clever ways to put these analogies in place, but um, this isn't clever by any means, but it's, it makes sense in my head. If you imagine like an old, you know, castle with a moat around it. Right. Yeah, a lot of current technologies have a drawbridge. You know, at some point they bring the drawbridge down and the doors open. Right. Um, whereas we like to think of this as a bit like a boat, albeit a very fast boat, you know, um, you're one side and then to the other. So you're transferring the information, but at no point can they ever be connected. Does that make sense? It does. It really makes sense. So you basically stop that outside traffic, allowing for their boats to pass through basically safety without the risk yeah. of being interrupted by that traffic. Thus, exactly. that would be going across if the drawbridge was down. It makes complete exactly. sense. Yeah, and that makes yeah. a lot of sense. It does. It really does. And you know, those old, mm-hmm. old school films where someone knocks on the door, the doors open, everyone piles. That's just not possible with this type of tech. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. That makes, so with, with this technology, I mean, is this something uh, that – have you guys already completed this? Is this still in the process of being built? Um, yeah, I, I don't know if we've gone about this the right way. Um but we spent the second half of 2017, um, we basically preceded, we built the tech, we built an MVP to prove the tech, nice. and we got our patent applications in. Nice. So it was very important to us to, obviously, we came out the concept, which was the basis of the legal documentation to protect the idea. Right. Then it was like, okay, we need to prove this. Uh, because the uh, amount of people or even white papers that I've read over the years where they just had an idea on paper right? Um, and nothing more. And, and unfortunately, we saw a lot of that you know, um, yeah. disappear. Uh, not unfortunately disappear, but lots of ideas that got funded that didn't go anywhere. Right. Um, so we were like, okay, we want to be taken seriously. We are not um, crypto veterans. I mean, I know it's only been around 10 years, but there's some people that are very experienced. Right. So it was important to us. So, yeah, we hid out in our cave for um, a period of time, came up with the technology. Um, we started to talk to people um, Q4 last year, so end of November, uh-huh. uh, just here locally in London, just talking to the crypto community, going to the events. Um, and we continue to do that for the next month. We're just making sure that what we're offering is exactly what the customers want. Right. Makes sense. Um, and then basically the rest of Q1, we are fundraising. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then we launched. So we had a little bit of a change of trajectory because originally this w- was going to lend itself very nicely to a utility coin, uh-huh. um, powering the wallet system as an additional layer, as well as a, um, a way the coins could could become valuable through um, you know rewards for protection right. of these. Um, but as you know, the space with the ICO space uh, has changed a lot. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it definitely has. <laughs> and, you know, f- for us, it's very much about getting the technology out there. Right. Um, definitely cryptocurrency, blockchain is the number one space for us at the moment uh, where we want to launch, but we want to understand, you know, what the customers want. Do they want an online system? Do they want, you know, a hardware wallet that is cold storage but doesn't require any setup? Uh, you know, so we're just finalizing that at the moment we've got a lot of market research going on uh more pen testing to make sure the technology is absolutely robust um you know what they say go out and find some people far cleverer than you to disprove <laughs> your idea right right um, yeah so we're doing that and yeah so we're just about to um like i say reach out 
um, to fund us to, to hit the ground running. I mean, the beauty is, because the technology is done, it will be a very uh, quick turnaround. Wow. Yeah. And that, that, man, that makes that, that excites me. You guys, I feel like definitely, uh, you guys understand it. You guys know what yeah. you're doing. Um, I mean, one, obviously the technology is basically there. It's already done. Like that's mm-hmm. one and amazing. And I, that you made such a good point. There are so many projects and companies, right? They have these white papers, they have these awesome ideas, but it seems like more often than not, right? It never really gets past the idea phase into no. being launched and being created and being actually, uh, you know, having that, that moment to where it's like, we can actually utilize this. We can actually give this to people, give this to yeah. exchanges and let them, you know, have fun with this and, and see like, okay, where are we going? And that excites me. Cause this isn't, this, this isn't a pipe dream. This is real. <laughs> like you guys, yeah, you guys. Yeah. Have- it, was, it was really important for us to do that. Yeah. I mean, simultaneously at the moment we're, we're, we've got a couple of JVs going on with some test beds. Nice. Uh, we're obviously actively looking for people to work with, to, to prove it. You know, we've um, hasn't started yet. We've got a provisional agreement with a, a Bitcoin ATM company. Wow. You know, again, they need very quick transactional. Right. You know, the systems hold hot wallets. And, you know, for them, this was, um, you know, the perfect uh, technology to protect yeah. their systems. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So we really are trying to get to the situation where we have covered all the bases We've proven it again in a security-based business. We we can only live and die on trust, so we have to do it the right way. Yeah, that which makes sense. Yeah, and honestly, if 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 not anything else, you guys having the technology already set up and in, in place. Um, another thing that I think is really going to catapult you guys was literally there was literally two things that you said: one, market research; two, asking the market what they want. Those two things alone. Yes. I feel like I'm going to set you guys up for success. The technology is already there. You already have it. And that what you would that just those two things are so important for you to reach out to the market and say like, Hey, what do you guys think of this? What would you guys like to see created? What could we do with this technology that you guys feel like would be, you know, the best utilization of what we can bring to the table. And I, that to me is the, one of the most important aspects of what you guys are doing. So I and we're can- looking, we're going to look, you know, um, in the next few weeks, we'll start appearing on some more social medias, trying to build the community. That's awesome. Uh, and again, you know, not necessarily for, for any fundraising purposes or ICO more again about asking the questions, uh, we all know what the internet's like, you know, right. uh, everyone has an opinion, but you know, we are genuinely looking for everyone's opinion um, to understand and where could it be used? Yep. What, what have we missed? Have we missed anything? And that makes sense. Um, you know, yeah. What form factors would you like this to come in? Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. We're going to be canvassed with a million different answers, I'm sure, but ultimately, yeah, we'll get that data sifted and just understand because the other thing that's really interesting with this community, apart from it being actually really fun, clever people, um, it changes really quick. Yeah. As you know, something comes out and then opinions change, uh, systems change. Um, okay, we're now going to do this. Um, and we've really got to keep keep our finger on the pulse at the moment to understand what these guys, yeah, even with this drop at the back end of 2018. Right. 
I think it's changed mentality within the community slightly. Yes. Um, I wouldn't want to quantify quite what, but yeah, it's, it's definitely a different type of buzz. Uh, I mean, a buzz nevertheless. Yeah, I agree. I, I definitely agree. I feel like, yeah, with the way this market has been in the uh, latter of 2018, it really has created, I feel like a buzz that was really needed. Um, a seriousness and an opportunity, honestly, for the major people who are really taking this space serious to implement things that I feel like are really necessary for mass adoption, you know, and I think of like the, you know, the bear market we're in right now. Um, I think it creates a space for companies like Taurus Hell to really be able to capture people's attention and really get people listening to the importance of what you guys are trying to do with this technology. And yeah, we hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely think I definitely think you guys have have created something amazing, and that I feel like could be extremely useful to this space. And I mean, that's what I'm all about because I want to see cryptocurrency and blockchain succeed, and I feel like this could be a huge step in that happening yeah. on a mass adoption level. Um, and I actually, and when I think about that, right. Um, that actually lets me um, let let's lets my brain wander a little bit. What does this mean? The technology that you guys has have, how scalable is it? Like what you know? Is yeah, it- very. As I said, uh, we've got this uh, several stage plan, but yeah, one of them is obviously into exchanges and wallets for cryptocurrency, right? Slash blockchain, up to the the top end goal, which is as I say, um, silicon design where this can be integrated into a system on chip so it can be in any device um i mean this is this is a bit far off into the future but i'll I'll give you an example of scalability because you know i see again this is my opinion not torah sales necessarily Um, (laughs) but what i see with blockchain is this this trustless ability um could really scale sort of international political borders when it comes to sharing information, but the weakness is still how do you access it via this private key? Um, right. you know, you've got the private key and suddenly all your doors and windows are open and anybody can get in. And it's a bigger thing to talk about, which um, we can at some point when we meet up and, and have some dinner and go through. But I, I have this long-term vision of you know two uh, different entities, I don't know, let's say two different doctors across different sides of the world and different political um, backgrounds, being able right. to work on a project um, together within this trustless system. So going back to the original question, the scale will be to do with the adoption online and adding trust um, because we think that's what's missing at the moment from mass adoption. And, and the big term view would be, yeah, it would just be great for us to, to have the greatest minds in the world be able to work on projects um, and share their data without the fear of being hacked. Right. Yep. Very true. Yeah. And it is that that makes sense. And it is important. Um, yeah. That to take that fear out of the equation, uh, I think mm. would ease a lot of minds. It would make a lot more people, people comfortable coming into crypto. You know, you don't have to think about getting hacked every second. Mm. Uh, Can you actually imagine what, Mm-hmm. where crypto would be if nobody had ever been hacked yeah it would yeah. be yeah we're talking <laughs> we're talking about a whole nother level i think of of adoption if that mm. was the case yeah i could i mean it really is almost kind of 
it really is almost kind of hard to fathom that. To think yeah, that. exactly. And, and as I say, we, we look at it from a blockchain point of view, creating a coin that has a utility as well. Um, so many current industry setups could be improved. I mean, don't get me wrong. I personally believe there is still a place for databases. They're fantastic. And there's some things they can do wildly better. Um, but there's some things that blockchain can do wildly better. Uh, and I think the only reason they haven't yet transcended onto this journey um, is is fear, is trust. Yeah, I agree. Yep, definitely. Yeah, but then we're a security company, so we're going to say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, but we're, yeah, yeah, it was like, we were going to, no, but, uh, but no, 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 it does, it makes a lot of sense. Um, and, you know, one more thing I wanted to bring up, too, right? So, obviously, when I went through, man, I, I really did have fun. When I was reading the, the, the deck for this and I was going through everything, like, mm. literally, I sat down and I went through this whole, I went through the whole 30 pages. Like, I literally did not want to get <laughs> up. And I was really fascinated with just reading through everything, especially the technology and seeing how the the ASCC works and things like that. Yeah. Um and from what I understand, right, one thing that I was really, really interested in was the whole concept of the smart switch, right? So this being a huge component of you guys' technology, and again, mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, this is a physical component of the technology that you has that you guys have set up that works with the non-physical, the other aspects of the technology. Is that, that correct? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I can't go into too much detail, but there's currently four main technologies that come together to create the system. Right. Um, so obviously, yeah, we've got four different elements that are all quite clever in their own right that mm-hmm. have sort of variables. And again, when we look at deployment of this, I don't know, outside of crypto, we might not need all four. Right. Um, but for the crypto space, you definitely need all four of these to create this this system where the data flows through. It's extremely extremely fast uh, and secure. Um, but yes, you, as you say, we've got a system with the switch, the smart switch at the front. We obviously have the storage. Uh, we have the wow song, um, communication protocols. Uh, and again, I can't go into those on, on the interview, but right. we just tried to think of this from a different perspective. Um, I mean, we've obviously gone out for uh, some peer reviews. Um, and we've spoken to some programmers and we've spoken to some some high-end um, council members on cybersecurity. and actually the comment that came back time and time again apart from them obviously loving the idea of it was that the word counterintuitive came to mind right uh-huh. uh, and obviously it's not for the everyday person to understand but from a security aspect the way we are handling the data you wouldn't necessarily be able to guess how we're doing it. Right. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So what it does, is it creates a fifth level uh, of protection because, again, uh, I don't profess to be you know, um, an ethical hacker or, or, or even of that intelligence, but there are standardized protocols and understandings that you, you know, take for granted to, to apply how you're going to get around systems. Right, right, right. Um, so as I say, like a fifth way of doing it, we've we've changed that. Um, and obviously that document we sent you over, um, which you kindly requested, and we've hopefully been able to try and explain the technology in a, in a very simple way um, without, because when we first came out of our cage, we were like, oh, we, we started talking about, you know, transistors and switching times, and, right. and everyone just looked at us like, huh? You're like, uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> 
So, so we've tried to normalize it. And, and again, we've got the second round of documentation. You know, we've got our actual pitch decks and uh, intros and stuff coming out um, January. Well, right now, next, next week or so. Right. Yeah, man. And that's, that's exciting. Um, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, when I read through the deck, um, while a lot of this, the information that I was reading was new to me, I, it wasn't hard for me to grasp. And oh, I'm glad. Thank that, you for that feedback. Yeah, 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 definitely. Like, you know, like I said, you know, and, and like I said, I have a I have a technical background. Um, I used to be a software QA analyst, so I used to help, you know, um, the developers test code and things like that. I'm, you know, by no means a technical genius in any way, shape or form. But again, when I read this, I think you guys did a really good job of simplifying it enough so that I feel like somebody could read through this and not be lost. Like what? No, thank you. Yeah. yeah. That is very, very valuable because we just want to make this available and get it out there. Um, I really do think it's a missing piece for security and peace of mind. So it's, yeah, we, we don't ever profess to be the best marketers, no doubt as we grow now, uh, the team builds, um, we will get better people on board to, to help share our message. But at the moment it's, it's a very tight knit team and, and yeah, we're just trying to, talk to people so no it's really really nice to to hear that it was nice and clear yeah definitely yeah uh, and honestly i think when that time comes i don't think to me this is these are one of those things it really kind of sells itself <laughs> like it's pretty uh <laughs> it's like hey here's this awesome technology guess what it makes everything you're already doing more secure you want exactly. to be more secure it's like it's a no but you know <laughs> what person is gonna be like no like nah, nah. I want I want to remain more risky. So let's not let's not use this. And that's what I love about it. It's one of those things, right? When you get into the inner workings, it's this very intricate thing. But the basic use of why this is created and the utilization is so simple. It's so simple, and it's so. I'm only laughing because you. I, I'll tell you a quick story. Yeah. Uh, and I was in the airport, um, and it wasn't a picture or anything, but I met this VC guy and. Mm-hmm. Um, I was giving him a, an overview because he was asking what I was into. Um, you know, no, no, no detail, sort of high level stuff, and pretty much what you said there. You know, it's a device that makes things more. And 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 he was like, "Yeah, but who would want it?" And I yeah. was like, "Well, as far as I'm concerned, everybody." Yeah, exactly. Um, and he gave me his card, and he was like, "Well, come back if you can prove that people want it." And I. <laughs> I, was like, I that yeah that to me <laughs> that would be the easiest thing to do it's like who i couldn't imagine anybody who would be like no i don't want this like no, what? to be like, fair the crypto uh community and i say in london obviously there have been london events we've predominantly been, we've visited maybe 15 20 events in the last, last couple of months right. um but obviously international people come in as far as you know we met a couple of crypto companies from new zealand australia hong kong um and you're right, we, we actually have yet to find somebody who have said they wouldn't use it. Yeah. You know, there are a couple of people from larger exchange that went, no, we wouldn't use that. And then when we talked to you through, they were like, well, actually, we might use it on this element of trading, or we might use it for this element. Right. Um, so actually, yeah, we, we've been very, very fortunate that it's been received so very, very well. Yeah, definitely. So, no, we're... Very, yeah. very lucky in that respect. And hopefully this 2019 is going to be a big year for us. And hopefully you'll start seeing Torres sale technology in you know your wallets and exchanges and hardware. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I, 
I mean, that's if <laughs> if there was ever somebody who said they didn't need this or didn't want this, I would be a little concerned. <laughs> be like, uh, why? Why would you not want to implement something like this? Like, I don't, you know, it's a little, it's a little sketchy. So I'm just like, you know, it, it is. It to me, it's a no brainer. Like I said, it's a technology that really does sell itself. Um, Absolutely, yeah. and we, we see we see a longer term as well with uh, protection of data. Yeah, um, there's this big fear factor going on about AI. And again, we don't profess to have the answers, but right. we still we still see um, you know something in our technology for protection of that because you know if you you can't bombard this technology with you know an overload or you know a brute force attack, right? Uh, um, you know, and for, if you need some data that's you need critical data protected from something, and we, we're about to experience yeah over the next few years. It's a very, very clever AI hacking technology, you know. Um, and from our perspective, there is no better way than to physically disconnect the internet. Yeah, yeah, it does. It, it really, yeah, it makes sense. It, it's it makes so much sense. And I mean, that's it. it that's it, that, that, I think that's the thing that that kind of blows my mind about this is that. It really is so. I mean, it it's almost like common sense, you know. Because yes. it, it, I mean, I it this is I love this. This is this is exactly why I love crypto. This is exactly why I love blockchain. Being able to sit here and talk to you and to literally listen and to be a part of directly watching this evolution, I feel like take place. It to me is mind blowing. It's just so amazing. As you say, the community is just such a great place to be at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like this is this is like, okay, when the internet is invented and I'm sitting yeah. here, you know, I'm talking, I'm sitting here talking to, to, to uh, um, you know, Steve Jobs or, or somebody like that, that really has yeah. that vision, that it really is trying to create something that can completely push this technology to a whole nother level. And yeah, that's what we hope. That's yeah. what we hope. Bring bring that trust, and then people will see the value of it, basically. Um, and again, yeah. we don't have any defined route to market that I can share with you right now um, because we're trying to obviously finalize that on how to get this out to as many people as possible. Of course. Don't get me wrong, it's a business. Um, we obviously would like this to be a success, but you know, we're not looking to hoard this to ourselves right. on a particular <laughs> product. You know, it is a case of the only way this really helps everyone is if we make it available. Um, so, so we're looking at that at the moment. Um, but no, we hope, as I say, we, we really hope people can start seeing, seeing it for what it is, you know, Q2, Q3. Um, as I said, the, the, from where we are now to, to there is actually a very, very short journey for us because we've done things backward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, I feel like that. I mean, thank you for doing <laughs> for doing that because that's. I feel like that's what's so necessary in this space. Like, mm. I mean, just saying alone, like, hey, the technology is completed. We've already built this. That alone, that I feel like that alone could carry you guys to a whole nother level of success. You know, we hope so. Yeah, no, yeah. sincerely, we do. Yeah, um, I- we've just got to get get the right support team now. And yeah. um, as I say, if any of your listeners. Listeners are in blockchain and uh, want to JV on anything or talk to us, you know, please, please just hook us up and and come and chat. We just want to learn and we want to know what we can do better and 
how you want it presented. And yeah, no, it'd just be great to keep talking. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt, Dale. Um, man, I again, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. Um, I'm definitely going to be keeping a close eye on what you guys are doing. <laughs> no. I definitely think hey, you No, guys- it's awesome. Thank you for having us. Yeah, Great yeah. podcast. Oh, of course. I thanks, man. I really, really appreciate that. Um, and you're you're just so you know, you're definitely welcome to come back on the podcast whenever. Uh, yeah, we're definitely gonna have to have a, another chat again. I think you guys are gonna yeah. be successful. I think you guys are gonna have a great year. Um, I can't wait to see more people talk about this. I'm definitely gonna be telling people about this. Um, I've already <laughs> I've already had conversations with people about this because I think it's fascinating. I think it's awesome. I think it's what we need. So yes. I can't wait. Uh, to see this rolled out and to see it implemented, and I'm excited. <laughs> like, no, really excited. no, we'll keep you in the loop. Oh man, exactly. really, really appreciate that. And actually, you know what? One more question I want to ask you, uh, please. No. I pretty much no. ask this to everybody that comes on the podcast. Oh, um, you're setting the bar now. <laughs> yeah, I'm setting, setting, setting the bar. No, no, but from a, from a from a personal standpoint, man, when th- thinking about just yourself. Um, what mark do you feel like you want to leave on the blockchain and cryptocurrency world? Like what influence do you want to have? Yeah, I think I touched on it earlier, actually, uh, on one of my rants. Um, I would love uh, on the blockchain to be able to leave a mark where people knew it was secure enough to allow the sharing of data. Um, again, I, I have this, this this vision of in my head, which I can't really eloquently explained, but if two doctors, you know, in different countries that are maybe politically legal, but working on, say, a cure for a particular disease, um, you know, there's very, very smart people. Um, right. And to allow different brains and different people to be able to connect in this trustless network. So, yeah, if, we, if, if I left an imprint of being able to facilitate blockchain being more secure so more people would use it and more people would share and collaborate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would, that would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree with you. You guys are like the, you guys are like the, the HTTPS of crypto. <laughs> you guys yeah, yeah. really it's, are. Creating it's not that, that exciting for a lot of people. I know security, but it, in, in our particular values, our small team, um, you know, making technology safe, uh, is very, very high on our values. Yep. Um, so yeah and we will continue to do that um we've uh not to try and you know shoehorn in a, a you know a teaser but we've got some other ideas after this that we want to implement once Torresel well it'll still be Torresel but yeah improvements um but yeah so yeah we'll continue to develop hopefully make uh security of data in general more more safe and um yeah go forward i, I think human Growth, um, our, whether it be intelligence, humanity, is all based on you know how we share that data, how we use it. Uh, we're getting a bit philosophical now, but um, <laughs> again, we're not, you know not to invite haters, but I, I think technology evolution is going to play a big part in improving yeah. our planet over the next 10, 15 years. Yep, I agree. 100%. Uh, and yeah, we'd love to be a small part of that. So. Awesome. Well, you didn't realize you were going to get a big preachy speech there, did you? <laughs> I didn't, but I'm glad. That's what I like. I like. I like that. That's you. You know, that's 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 a part of who you are, and I agree with it honestly. Like I am. I'm kind of I'm kind of the same uh, by nature, I guess. And you know that that's why I do this podcast. That's why I do this to really to talk to the people that yeah. are behind 
um, and a big yeah, part of educate. creating. Yeah, educate the, that are creating these things. I feel like that's so important. I mean, at, at the end of the day, right? Every We're all humans. We're all real people. And we all have our own opinions and mm. ideas and things like that. So it's like, you know, it to you know it's one thing to hear about an awesome product it's mm. another thing to sit and talk with one of the people that are behind that awesome product and then on top of that to have a good uh conversation to really get an idea for who you are in the crypto world the blockchain world what you bring to the table the ideas that you have the ideals that you have um that you know i enjoy this so much it just no thank you yeah. it's uh no it's been absolutely great it's the, this is the problem you often someone like you you were just chatting away you forget it's a podcast and you just chat in with a friend yep yep exactly <laughs> and I'm like, Can i just tell everyone my dreams <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and see and that's that's exactly what i want i want it to be like a conversation you know it's it's you know i feel like there's so much news and podcasts and things like that to where it's like you know it's very almost robotish in a sense, very question, answer, question, answer. And it's like, okay, that's cool. And I can get a lot of information from that, but let's be real. How many people are really going to want to sit and listen to that for 30, 45 minutes an hour? It's like, did that gets draining? Like that's <laughs> boring. And I really feel that's why I love that. That's why I created the format of the show the way it is. It's like, I've, I've heard that so many times now to where guests are like, Oh yeah, that's right. This is a podcast. Like we're not just yeah, no, seriously. I forgot for a moment. I just thought we were we were just chatting. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That makes me feel good, man. I, I really appreciate that feedback. Nice. Um, no, very uh, cool. Yeah, very good. That's awesome. Oh, thank you again. That's yeah. Fantastic. Of course, of course. So yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, everybody that's listening, I'm telling you, um, keep a close eye on this technology tour sale. I think they're gonna do amazing things. Dell, um, again, man, I, I think you're an awesome guy, man. And I really appreciate <laughs> you coming on the show, man. Uh just taking the time appreciate out of your busy schedule to listen, especially coming back. I'm sure you just just coming back from the break, uh holidays and stuff. So I appreciate it, man. <laughs> yeah, just just getting the engine restarted. <laughs> yeah, I know. Believe me, man, I understand. I'm doing the same thing. So, yeah, man, we're definitely gonna have to have you back on the show in the future, man. And I can't wait to see more of this uh, in the market. I can't wait to to hear more of this going on and in, in, in the buzz kind of happening. So, yeah, Absolutely. man, I'm, 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 I'm a pleasure. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, and if there's anything I can do to help push you get push this out and and let more people know about this, please let me know. I'm I'm all for it, man. You're a gentleman. Thank you so much. Oh, of course, of course, man. All right. Well, again, man, All I appreciate right, you yeah. coming on the show. And uh, we'll, we'll be talking again in the near future. <laughs> Perfect. Love uh, it. All right, man. Well, you take it easy. Take care. Have a great day. All right. You too. Bye. We'd like to thank everyone for your support here at the Bullpen Podcast all season long and look forward to having you at the next episode. We'd also like to give a special thanks to the team behind the scenes that make this show possible. Today's show notes can be found on our website at thebullpenpodcast.io forward slash post show stats. Also, don't forget to like and retweet us at One Bullpen Podcast. That's the number one Bullpen Podcast. And to watch Lyndon do some exciting and probably some weird things too, tune into the Snapchat at the Crypto Bully. That's at the Crypto Bully. It's been a pleasure, and see you at the next show. Good night, everyone.